the show where I cover the least in the best way possible. I'm your host, Jason Wells. Um, nothing, nothing substantial has happened in the last week, NFL-wise anyways. Uh, yeah, it'll probably be a quicker episode. We'll still go through the NFL weekly update, as short as it's going to be. And then we'll finish off with Hollow Very Good with the DBs and safeties. Uh, very good group for the Hall of Very Good for this week. Uh, yeah, it's humid as fuck outside right now. I thought it was supposed to rain for the last like three days. It's barely rained. Like we got rain. We've needed rain. But it's just gross outside. It's also gross in this office. We do not have AC. It is hot in here right now. Uh, but I will power through it because that's just the guy I am. And yeah, I guess let's get into the NFL Weekly Update. Starting off with some Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Hopkins updates. There is none, essentially. Um, the only thing extras, extra I have seen today is Dalvin Cook has multiple offers on the table right now. One of them from the Miami Dolphins. Not sure what those offers are valued at. Dalvin Cook is in no rush to sign a deal. He will sign a deal when he is ready. Um, Obviously, the money has to be right, but all signs point towards him wanting to be a Miami Dolphin. Whether or not we gave him the right money for him to come here. Um, And I guess with DeAndre Hawkins, last note I saw for him that it was between the... Patriots and Titans were the only serious teams, and now it seems like the Browns and the Panthers have put themselves into the mix. Uh, The Browns, I can understand. I mean, they obviously have the Hopkins-Watson connection from way back when. Uh, Would give them two very, very good wide receivers with Cooper and Hopkins, and then you'd have Elijah Moore and... Donovan Peoples-Jones off the bench. Even a guy like David Bell would be their fifth receiver. That would be a very good receiving room. Uh, For the Panthers, this is a move that I can go from the Panthers being like, maybe you'll win the division, to I'm pretty confident they can win the division. I'm not a fan of their receiving room currently. It's solid. It's fine. Uh, Adam Thiel and DJ Chark and Terrence Marshall Jr., doesn't really scare anyone. Uh, Hayden Hurst at tight end. Doesn't really move the needle. Uh, adding a guy like Hopkins while still having those guys, that moves the needle for me a little bit. So, uh, again, interesting to see where Hop lands, but no update as of June 27th at 5.19 p.m. Uh, yeah, and I guess we'll keep going on. Uh, The Jets are the official Hard Knocks team, it seems. This was the only logical choice. They're the most interesting team with the most interesting offseason and offseason storyline, and that being Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet. Um, Yeah, they got some characters on the team. Should be good. We'll see how Rodgers plays up to the camera because you know that he will a little bit. But Jets on Hard Knocks... 
that's a win. I think that's a good good move for the NFL. Uh, those are basically the only real news updates I have. I have a couple other things down here. Uh, Carson Wentz shot a bear, and people got mad about it uh, online. Like, the guy's a hunter, uh, and obviously, like, killing a defenseless animal, like, not great. Obviously, like, I would never do it, especially a black bear, because those fucking creatures are beautiful, but people were getting mad. It's like, oh, what a waste, and, like, oh, like, no one eats bear. First of all, people do eat bear. I have eaten bear. Bear tastes very good. Um, Just a weird thing to get mad about at Carson Wentz, who has been a hunter since before he even came to the NFL. People get mad for no reasons. Uh, But yeah, that was a story that kind of happened this week. Um, What else? Oh, Antonio Brown is getting sued by his former players and coaches of the AFL team he used to own, which is now not an AFL team because he owned the AFL team and he brought it into bankruptcy, essentially. Uh, But yeah, so the players and coaches have formed a class action lawsuit because apparently the last paycheck they all received, paycheck went through, and then when they checked their bank accounts like a few days later, uh, that payment was taken out of their accounts. So yeah, Antonio Brown is in some fucking trouble again. I think he'll be bankrupt probably by the end of the decade. It's going to end in a sad story. It sucks, but... Yeah, I, I don't don't really know much else to say. And last weekly update I have, Spills just sent this one to the group chat, and it was very, very funny. Uh, so Derek Carr, done with the Raiders after they made his wife cry after he got benched there. So, yeah, Derek Carr. I don't even know what to say about Derek Carr. Like, fine quarterback won't show up when it matters kind of a big baby in general but yeah that's where he draws the line is when when he gets benched and his wife cried and that's 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 the final straw with the raiders and what a fucking loser um but yeah that'll do it for the weekly update again very very short so i guess let's just get right into the hall of very good we got corners, we got safeties. Uh, I'll post a graphic of the first ever class of the Cover Zero Hall of Very Good. Because uh, I'm hoping to do this as an every year thing. I think five players for each position uh, in the coming years is maybe a little bit too much. But getting five to start it, solid. Um, so yeah, let's start with the corners and... We're going to start with a former Dolphin, as has been a theme with uh, the Hall of Very Good. Dolphins have had a lot of very good players over the 21st century. That's really amounted to absolutely nothing. But anyways, uh, first corner, number five corner, we have Sam Madison. uh, 12-year career with the Dolphins and then finished it with the Giants. Four-time Pro Bowler, four-time All-Pro, 38 uh, interceptions on his career. Uh, He was the co-leader for interceptions in 1999 with seven. Uh, Sam Madison in the early 2000s formed one of the best cornerback duos in the league. Uh, 
opposite to him was Patrick Sertain. If you've heard that name, you probably know his son, Patrick Sertain, who plays for the Bron- uh, Broncos, one of the best corners in the league. His dad was also very good. I considered putting him on this list maybe next year, uh, Pat Sertain Sr. But um, yeah, Sam Madison helped, or one of the best corner tandems was very elite for a stint uh, after leaving the Dolphins. He went over to the Giants and helped them win a Super Bowl. That would have been the uh, the David Tyree helmet catch game, ending the chances at a perfect season for the Patriots. So happy that Sam Madison could be there for that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Sam Madison, number five, corner, Hall of Very Good. Uh, next corner up is Akib Talib. Uh, 12-year career, started with the Bucks, went to the Pats for a season, and then the Broncos and the Rams to finish his career. Was technically on the Dolphins for a short period of time. He never suited up for us. Uh, I don't blame him, but especially in 2019, that was the that would have been the year that Ryan Fitzpatrick started and we played the Ravens week one and we got the absolute doors blown up or blown off us doors blown off us that doesn't even make sense it's been a long day either way Akib Tlaib uh yeah I said 12-year career two-time all-pro five-time pro bowler Super Bowl champ with those Broncos uh finished his career with 35 interceptions Akib Tlaib was part of some very 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 good defenses and was arguably the second corner for most of those very good defenses. Uh, we have one of his teammates on this list coming up, but definition of solid, he was a fucking dog. Uh, you did not want to get in his face like Michael Crabtree did. Was it Crabtree? I think it was Crabtree. Either way. Um, Yeah, great career, and I mean, his tandem with the Broncos, with Chris Harris, that was an elite tandem, and then he moved over to the Rams, went to another Super Bowl with them, did not win that, but him and Jalen Ramsey, another elite, elite tandem, Uh, very, very good corner, that's all you can say, really. Uh, Number three, we have, I'm going to butcher this name so much, but it's Namadi Asamoah. I think that's how you say it. Um, 11-year career, most notably for the Raiders, and then went to the Eagles, and then finished in San Francisco, I believe. But 11-year career, four-time All-Pro, three-time Pro Bowler, only 15 interceptions in his career. He was one of those guys that would lock down a side of the field so people would not throw his way. Um, absolutely elite corner with the Raiders. And then he kind of pulled an Albert Hainsworth. Uh, If you remember from a few episodes ago, Albert Hainsworth got an absolute bag from Washington and then just kind of mailed it in the rest of his career. Uh, It's the same thing with with Asimov. Great with the Raiders, and then he got a bag from the Eagles, and then that was basically that. But his brief, uh, not brief stint with the Raiders, but his... Brief elite stint with the Raiders, I should say, uh, deserve him to be in the Hall of Very Good. 
Uh, moving on to number two, we have another father on this list, but we have Asante Samuel, father of Asante Samuel Jr., now with the Chargers, but Asante Samuel, 11-year career, three-time All-Pro, four-time Pro Bowler, uh, 51 interceptions for his career, was the interceptions leader in 06 and 09 uh, with 10 and 9, two-time Super Bowl champ. Uh, was a longtime player on the Patriots. And where else did he go after that? Um, either way, very, very good cover corner, obviously. Was a ball hawk. Okay, I was going to say Philly, and then I was like, did he go to Philly? But, yeah, so him and Asimov would have been teammates in Philly for the, like, early 2010s. Uh both backstages of their career, but uh, Asante Samuel, absolute ball hawk, was a key part of those Patriots defenses that uh, won those Super Bowls. Great player, just not a Hall of Famer, but very, very good player. And to finish it up at number one, uh, we got Chris Harris Jr., uh, 12-year career with most notably with the Broncos and then went to the Chargers for a year. And then I think he finished it off the Saints or something. I don't even know if he played there, but um, very underrated cornerback of this generation anyways. Uh, he went, I think he was a UDFA and then Broncos and one of those people where you didn't expect him to make up the ground that he did on like throws. Uh, he was a three-time All-Pro, four-time Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champ uh, with though at Super Bowl Fifty with the Broncos. Uh, only twenty-two interceptions for his career. He was another person where you're not going to throw my way because I am going to lock you up uh, all day. And on the other side of him, they had to keep to leave. Those Broncos defenses were really fucking good back in the day. Um, and they're still really good now, honestly. Um, he also made the NFL 2010s all-decade team. Uh, so in an elite elite group there. He was one of my for- favorite corners, really, of the 2010s. I, I love his story. And yeah, he deserves to be the number one on the Hall of Very Good for corners. Uh, moving on to the safeties now. Start off at number five. Uh, and we'll start off with Cam Chancellor. Wham, bam, thank you, Cam. Eight-year career, four-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro, Super Bowl champ. One of the hardest-hitting safeties of his generation. And that's kind of what did him in, did him in towards the end of his career. Uh, injuries did catch up to him. That's honestly a major theme on this list, especially for safeties, is careers ending early. Uh, really sucks, but Cam Chancellor, that Legion of Boom defense with him, Earl Thomas, Richard Sherman, and I mean, Brandon Browner was the other corner, I guess, for the Legion of Boom, but uh, one of the elite secondaries, Cam Chancellor, God, he put on some crazy hits. He did not care what happened to his body. He was going to run straight through you. Uh, hell of a career. Hell of a career, Cam Chancellor. 
Uh, moving on to number four, we have Harrison Smith of the Minnesota Vikings, currently of the Minnesota Vikings. He is going into year 12 of his career, six-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro, uh, and yeah, just one of the most consistent Vikings defenders of this generation. Uh it always seemed whenever you do the Pro Bowl vote and you're going for safeties, he seemed like an automatic lock just to click the Yep, he's a he's in for the Hall of Fame. Uh yeah, do it all safety really was the captain of those Vikings defenses for a really long time. Still is uh very, very, very good career. I don't think he's done enough to uh, lock himself into the Hall of Fame. I think he's close, honestly, but he just won't get there, which is uh, which is too bad. But the Hall of Very Good is uh, no small feat, at least in my opinion. <laughs> uh, moving on, number three. One of my favorite players ever, Sean Taylor. Uh, Sean Taylor, only a four-year career, two-time Pro Bowler, one-time All-Pro. And if you don't know Sean Taylor's story, so the reason why his career got cut short is because he went home to Florida uh, during the season just to check in on family and whatever, stay in his house. And then his house got robbed and he got shot and he was dead on the scene. Uh, Very sad story. He was really coming into his own... uh, could have been a generational I think would have been a Hall of Famer uh hard hard hitting safety was a ball hawk also really just do it all uh (laughs) one of my favorite highlights would have been him in the Pro Bowl and I guess it would have been the AFC team I think it was Brett Mormon the punter uh the AFC team decided to run a fake and it's the Pro Bowl no one's really trying so here comes the punter he's scrambling he's running up and then Sean Taylor flying a million miles an hour just fucking smokes him obviously they did not get the first down but Sean Taylor is one of those guys where he was always going to give his 100% no matter what uh, even if it was the Pro Bowl even if it was a punter running up the field he did not give a shit uh, Sean Taylor absolutely love him Uh, Moving on to number two is a guy that I've heard a lot about but never really did kind of like the deep dive in on his career, but uh, Bob Sanders. Bob Sanders, longtime, not even longtime Colt, another guy who has a shortened career here, eight-year career, really only played three full seasons. The rest of them were very injury-filled. And even in those three full seasons that he played was the Defensive Player of the Year in 2007, two-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro, was a Super Bowl champ. Uh, He was called the eraser because he erased his team's mistakes or his teammates' mistakes on the field. Uh, Also, just all-time nickname. I love that nickname. And the dude was 5'8". He was 5'8". And again, one of those guys laid his body on the line, absolutely killing people at 5'8". I mean, I guess the lower man wins. And when you're Bob Sanders in 5'8", and you're just flying around on the field, hitting guys as hard as you want, you take him out at the knees, I guess. Uh, Bob Sanders, one of the biggest what-if stories of the NFL. I mean, winning Defensive Player of the Year one year, like, and then that's just kind of it. 
he didn't really have much of a career after that, which really, really sucks. But this is why the Hall of Very Good exists for players like Bob Sanders, who didn't have enough longevity to stick around and make the Hall of Fame. But by God, was he good in those few seasons that he did play. And moving on to number one, uh, we have Eric Berry. Eric Berry, one of the best safeties of this generation. Uh, Nine-year career, five-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro. 2015 Comeback Player of the Year. uh, Was part of the 2010s All-Decade Team. Uh, And yeah, Eric Berry, uh, the story with him, why his career was cut short was he got cancer. He got cancer, had to battle that, ended up coming back, and that's what the 2015 Comeback Player of the Year award was for. Uh, came back, had one like pretty solid season. It's like, okay, and then just kind of wasn't... It, it wasn't the same. Obviously, cancer takes a huge toll on the body, especially when you're in the prime of your career, uh, and then coming back to play at the highest level with some of the most elite athletes. Uh it's tough. It's tough. Eric Berry, I think, definitely would have been a Hall of Famer if he did not get cancer. It is very unfortunate that he did. Uh, also, yeah, he played with the Chiefs his entire career. You should know that, but for the people who don't, Eric Berry was a Chief, was a very, very, very good Chief. Uh, it sucks he couldn't stay around long enough to be on those Pat Mahomes Super Bowl teams, but... Uh, Hell, just fucking battling back from cancer is enough of enough of an achievement itself. So, uh, shout out to Eric Berry. Shout out to the, I mean, basically everyone on this list, but Harrison Smith, who has dealt with injuries and a career shortened or a career shortened by injuries. So, yeah, Eric Berry, number one safety, Hall of Very Good. Um, I will get a list together and I will. Post the first ever class of the Cover Zero Hall of Very Good. Yeah, I I enjoyed doing that. It was kind of a uh, flash flash of the past. That's not right. What am I trying to say? It it was a good trip down down memory lane for some of these guys. I mean, a guy like Sam Madison who. Don't really know too, too much about other than he was a absolute freak on NFL Street. Honestly, that's where I got a lot of... That's not where I got a lot of these guys' names from. I obviously knew them, but playing that NFL Street game and being like, yeah, that guy was fucking sick. And it translates over, obviously. But uh, yeah, that'll do it for the Hall of Very Good. That'll do it for this episode. Uh, hopefully I have more NFL updates Uh, for next week but yeah kind of a schedule looking forward I'm going to start my division breakdowns mid late July I think I have four four more episodes I have to do between then Uh, so I think I'm gonna have a hot takes episode to go into the season I'm gonna do a 2028 or the year is 2028. This is the NFL. These are the top players of each category. I think that'll be a fun discussion to see who we all think is going to be some of the top performers in the next, uh, uh, in five years' time. 
And yeah, hopefully I'll have some people on for those. I know Chu has been chomping at the bit to come on and just spew nonsense about the Patriots. Uh, and I'm going to let him. I'm going to let him because I am a good person and it's easier to talk with him through Zoom than over text because he's just relentless on text. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that'll do it for this episode. If you've liked this, please like, share, retweet, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And until next time, peace.